Oh, hey, right. uh, welcome to the XYZ podcast. Uh, I'm Eco. I'm Zach. I'm the Y. He's the Z. Hey, hey. Plug our stuff. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on Facebook with my name Y I K E L U, um, and uh, my Instagram is Y I K E dot L U, which is all and, f- and a dot and a dot. It's all it's all fitness stuff. Um, not very much comedy or music related content for that matter, but that's what it is right now. It may change in the future, though. We'll see. Uh, Zach, plug uh, your stuff. Oh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm first place burger on the Twitter and the gram. Uh, that's burger with two e's. Uh, and how's first spelled? Oh, it's spelled one s t. Good t. Good call. Good call. T. It's numerical. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I really. I don't post fitness stuff. I don't. I, I just post shit, so you know. Follow so yeah, me. he's got. Great. He'll he'll have good content. I won't. <laughs> That's basically what we're saying. I don't know what that. I I'm saying the other thing that you would have good content. And I won't. But uh, it depends on what you're looking for, I guess. Uh, anyways, so okay, so this is our second uh, podcast recording. We recorded something. I think it was last week. Yeah, and we still haven't released it. We haven't released it, so you know. This is this is you know we're going off our own chronological order. This may show up differently, um, and we're probably going to do some research. Uh, we do it offline, but we're we're going to probably do some research on where to publish um, and how to publish. I think it, nothing else. We'll probably also have a Facebook page called XYZ Podcast. Ooh, I didn't even think yeah. about that. Yeah, we probably should just we so should, maybe just, like a Twitter account. Yeah, maybe a Twitter, yeah. At least a Facebook. At least a Facebook. That's yeah. where all our friends know us and stuff like that. So we could post it there. And get reacts and everything and uh, comments, etc. Get a social media presence. presence. Hell yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll probably have that. And we'll, if, if, if not publish the actual uh, raw MP3s, then at least the links to where it, it, it will be hosted. So yeah, that's um, that's the initial plan. Cool. I mean, I, there's like a, it's not hard to get it on iTunes. I, I don't know. I, I literally don't know. I, I, it's probably not. I definitely know people who are on iTunes yeah. podcasts. It feels like it's super easy. I know. I know uh, Dave Asher's on there now with his uh, okay. new uh, Crazy Right podcast uh, about mental health. Oh, so, yeah. that sounds interesting. Yeah. The one that I'm recording later is on iTunes, which is The News Never Ends. I'm going to go ahead and plug it. Yeah, for uh, sure. Featuring Peter Ronson and Dan Ackerman. Uh, whatever... One was recorded today on uh, June 14th. It's the 14th. Oh, shit. It's my parents' anniversary, dog. Oh, dang. Uh, you, should, uh, uh, you should get on the text. David and Ruth Goldberger, happy 37th anniversary. Uh, I, I hope there's at least 37 more, uh, obviously. Uh, and you may get this late, so you should probably still get on that text. I back. should probably get on that but text right now because it's we're probably not going to. I'm going to forget. I'm going to yeah. forget if I don't do it right now. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, yeah, <laughs> I definitely love that. Like you know, immediate execution when you know. Oh yeah, so you'll be liable to forget. I remembered earlier today, and then I forgot to text. So this so is why there's there's a precedence. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out uh, the news never ends. Cool. Uh, Peter Ronson. What's the uh, what's the overall? What's the? I guess the the elevator pitch for that one. Uh, well, you know how the news, how it never ends. Okay. Uh, so uh, there there are a couple smart guys who are also real funny. Uh, talking about just the news. It's, uh, generally pretty leftist. I think like 
fans of Chapo Trap House might like it, except they're like less obnoxious than the people in Chapo Trap House, if that makes sense. Have you ever heard that podcast? No, I'm not super into hearing lots of podcasts. That's fair. Um, but yeah, it's it's more than that. Um, it's just that that's the one I think of when I try to compare it to something, but I shouldn't oh, compare it to fair, anything. Fair. And then I come on, and I have no idea what I'm talking about most of the time, because they're super smart people, uh-huh. and their other guests are always really smart, and I just sit there and I'm like, yeah! Um... That sounds like the world is fucked, and that's about it. Are Today you, we're going to be talking about North Korea. Are you a regular on that? No. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> this is my third time on it. Okay, I mean they, you're, like, you're, you're you're a repeat guest. I'm so. a repeat guest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, as a podcast that they like to make fun of on that podcast likes to say, I'm a friend of the pot. Oh. But also a lot of podcasts like to say that. Okay. But I'm specifically thinking of Pod Save America. Yeah. Who, um, Oh, is says I've heard that too much. I I've heard they're bigs. That's, that's they're pretty, they're big. big yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, I'm still writing this anniversary text, so I'm like for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm just gonna say happy anniversary with three exclamation marks. Okay, I'll pick up some. I'll pick up some of the slack. And, I'm already uh, done. Oh, you're done. Okay, so no 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 slack and picking up needed. Okay, so. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, okay. So we're gonna research a few places to publish. Apparently, it's not that hard. I can obviously ask Dave. You can ask your friends. Yeah, and we'll uh, ask around. Yeah, yeah. We'll ask around. This is super interesting content. Super yeah. uh, inside tip. podcast baseball. Tip, 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 tip. Um, any so we were, before this, we were actually discussing, or we we're thinking about discussing uh, the differences, is kind of the philosophies of the theaters, the improv theaters in Chicago because I mean I've taken Second City I've been through the whole I.O. program um, and I, mean, I just started an annoyance and Zach you've uh, I just started at CIC I did like two levels of annoyance and yeah. then I just got I don't know there's no good reason for why I stopped at annoyance I actually loved it yeah. uh, and then I don't know I just stopped going to classes for like six months of anything yeah. uh, and then eventually I started I.O. and then uh, but I did Second City a long while back, but yeah. it was our comedy studies program. Yeah, right. But also, it's just to mention, you, you were, you went through, yeah, I think you just said you went, I don't know if you just said you went through I.O., but you might have. I might have gone through I.O. That might have been how we met. That might have been how we met. <laughs> I might have done uh, all six whatever levels, that five and five B levels. Were we, were we in five B? I think we were in five B together. I'm pretty sure we were. Yeah, right. God. That's yeah. such a blur now. So we we're just talking about the different philosophies in the theaters because they are different. They are quite um, different in how they teach classes, and uh, and this is also something that came up in um, in the kind of getting to know you uh, phase of uh, my my AP two class, the first class that we had. Um, so yeah, like AP two. Uh, yeah, that's just annoyance. I guess annoyance prof. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, I was I was a I was. Thinking for a second there that there's an AP like high school course oh. that uh, you're taking now as an adult that as I was a, real confused. As an adult, <laughs> about there's an AP improv course that I'm taking as an adult. Fuck yeah. Uh, anyways, you know someone's trying to get that shit started. The the college board is not having it, but yeah. someone's trying to get it started. Yeah. Um. So. Let's see. My experience with Second City was I went through the A3 program, but I'll, I mean, I'll talk mainly about that. I also did their Longhorn program, which is four levels, which is interesting and different from IOs, but uh, you got a call? You didn't have big games. Oh, oh shit. We're oh, we're, we're back into it. 
Oh uh, yeah, Zach had a phone call there, so we we slipped that part out. Uh, so we were talking about. So yeah, my experience at Second City was I did their A three E, I did their long form one through four, and then I went to I O. So A through E, I mean, to me it was like it was kind of like having that college improv experience in a sense, like because I did I never did that. Was that your first time doing improv? Yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. It was kind of like filling in that gap in a sense, but it's also very obviously directed towards adults, professionals, and um, and people that just want to try it out essentially. Mm. And uh, it didn't get too advanced. I did learn some. I definitely learned a lot of useful things through through A three. But at the same time, like after I went back to see some student shows, after I've been at IO for like uh, just like one or two classes, really one or two terms, uh, I was like, "Wow, um, I got a lot better <laughs> than than what like I was if if this was me." <laughs> I feel like it's hard to notice when you've made any progress in anything yeah. or like when you've I mean especially with improv I yeah. don't know like most of it is like you don't notice and there are a few breakthroughs I think yeah. but like most of the time you just like quietly get better little by little right? yeah yeah what was your experience with Second City uh, I think you said comedy studies right? yeah it, I mean it's weird it's basically you take a semester of college uh-huh. yeah. and you just go to Second City and you take classes you know like a work day or a school day timing basically yeah. so you're just there all day and you take one of them's an improv class which you have twice twice a week uh-huh. then you have uh, a writing class which is once a week but it's a very long mm-hmm. block that was actually my favorite i think okay. so you wrote we wrote sketches uh like a comedy history class okay yeah um which was really interesting uh we had and then we just had a straight up acting class Oh, you got a lot of diverse like yeah classes in there, and they're all you know comedy and sketch based, and you know it's it's a cool program. Uh, that was my first time in Chicago, and yeah. it was cool. I had a friend who was in my college improv team uh-huh. who had done it before me, and she was like, "Oh, this is great!" So me and another guy from the guy uh, P- is Peter Ronson who does the podcast The News Never Ends. Right, right. Uh, I'm plugging them too much now. Too much! Um, uh, but uh, he and I both did it at the same time, so there was okay. already somebody there that I knew, which was kind of cool. cool. But then it was just, oh, it's a lot of like Columbia College students. Mm-hmm. And what was like your experience as far as like what they taught and like their philosophy? Um, I mean, a lot of it felt like, you know, the point of doing improv was to create scenes. Uh-huh. Uh, just to, to create sketches. It was, yeah. It almost felt like, uh, you know, improv wasn't the end goal. Improv right. was um, uh, just like a means to an end. But uh, I, I, I still liked it in general because a lot yeah, of it of was, yeah. And especially like that acting class, I feel, um, I mean, it was helpful because I'm not, as much as I love improv, I I suck at acting and I'm not a very actory person, mm-hmm. even though, I don't know, I did high school theater, but that's not much. Um so, I mean, it was interesting to see it from that perspective, and I liked it. It might not have been, like, my favorite way to approach improv, but uh-huh. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. So, like, as far as A3E, it was, um, like, I- I'd say even the end goal of A3E was different than even that, in the sense that it was, like, the end goal of A3E was for you to do your level E show mm-hmm. successfully, which is, and it's going to be short form. It's going to have several games, and everybody's going to get their shot to, sh- to shine, essentially. 
And of course, since it is uh, like going to be friends and family, it's mm-hmm. like it's essentially like the goal is for you to feel happy about finishing it. <laughs> like that's that's what A three kind of is. Yeah. Um, and then conservatory would be where they take the. Um, and I'm not in it. I have yeah. an audition. I've never tried, but um, I've, I've heard about the auditions. Yeah. It sounds stressful. I, I I'll just say that like. Like, I have the confidence that I would make it, like, within, I guess, three auditions, I guess, um, to put a number to it. But it's just, it's, it doesn't interest me as much because it is so writing-oriented mm. that I'm like, I, I mean, I do cerebral stuff for work. Yeah. Like, my, my, my profession is, like, quantitative finance. And I'm, like, at the computer coding and thinking about research and, like, thinking very logically the whole time. And so for my time off, like, yeah, sometimes I still enjoy applying that, but like, but not if that's the main thing. You just want to do improv and like, just be free, just man. Just be free. Just be like the punk rock. Yeah. Alley, right. And I fucking love that about improv. Yeah. Just and like, like going free. <laughs> yeah. Freaking like, you know, for example, I've heard great things about the writing program in Second City and I'm sure I would like it. Um, However, it's like, it is again, very logical in terms of, and very like problem solving. Yeah. And also it's like, you got homework and I'm like, I'm probably going to be thinking like, I'm not working right now, but like, I probably will be like, so, um, I don't want to be thinking about <laughs> doing my homework while I'm at work, you know, trying to actually make money. So that's fair. Yeah. That's so that, fair. so, um, that, that's, you know, that's to me was kind of second city. Um, oh, their long form program is also interesting, which is like, uh, I don't know if how many people know about it or if it's like commonly known, but it's four levels. And the first level, I mean, I think is the one that I think. Wait, what you, is this? Uh, in Second City has a long form program. Oh, I didn't realize. Wait, so their regular program is just short form? It's just improv in general. Okay. And um, all the shows are short form. There's no yeah. long form shows that oh. you do from it. And you don't learn long forms. Yeah. You may be learned about the concept of long form, perhaps, but you don't do any. Um, so the long form program is like, uh, I'll just mainly say something about level one, which was level one is like an overview of kind of the history of improv and the forms and how like kind of the Chicago, Chicago comedy scene kind of evolved. And it's a, it's a, when I took it, I'm, I'm I assume it's still being taught by her. Is a uh, uh, Rachel Mason taught it? Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. She she knows all about the Obviously. history. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, that's that's what made it really cool for me. And two, I believe, was a lot of Harold. I think three was coming with our with our form, and f- and four was like doing the form. Cool. So like, in a sense, I had actually already done and like done a class on the Harold before I went to I O. Yeah. So which we'll get to, which we went through together. Oh yeah. And it's like and. Also, like this is really co- this is really common among the people I uh, I went to in my uh, annoyance class, which is like uh, they'll when we ask them what the previous previous experience was, they would say I did I O, but only half of it. <laughs> yeah, I I ran into that a little bit when I did annoyance, yeah. um, but for, yeah, I just burped. Uh, the gist I got is a lot of people just going, "Oh, I, I did half of I O. Now I'm doing annoyance." Uh, I'll probably go back to IO. I think they rarely do. They rarely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's. I, I, I really enjoyed one, two, and three, for sure. Um, and then. You didn't like uh, four and five? 
Four. Oh, you had Craig though for four. I had Craig for four and five. I love. I loved four and five. Well, I loved every. I I had Craig for level one too. Oh, yeah. I just had Craig a lot. You just, you just yeah. Um, you're open the Craigs. Though I think <sighs> looking back, level one was my least favorite. Uh, not because of Craig though. Yeah. Because obviously I went back to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I had four. So four, I had Shane Wilson. Um, take that as you may. But uh, five, I loved. Probably in large part because of Craig. Uh, one, two, and three. So I loved two. I loved one. I liked three. Yeah. Hmm. And we were in three together, from what I remember. We're, we're, do you, did you have Joran? No, never mind. Okay. Mary, Mary Catherine. Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like uh, I feel like we're almost gossiping about the improv almost, teachers. Almost. <laughs> teachers. But I just saw my level three IO teacher last night. Yeah. It was Joran. CIC. Yeah. yeah. CIC. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's awesome. I good to see. Yeah. He like mostly does CIC now, I think. I don't know. I don't my my ear isn't to the ground. Yeah, too neither, much. neither am I. But yeah, I um Yeah, so like I mean one, two, or three I felt like were very useful as an improviser to grow and evolve. Mm-hmm. Then four was like, Oh, this is the Herald. <laughs> For me. I was like, Oh, this is the Herald and I'm like, I know this already. I got a little bit deeper into it, but in terms of like an eight week course, I felt like maybe like 30% of it was like highly useful. Yeah. Right? Whereas yeah. like the others, it was like 70, 80, 90%. Like, like I'd say, I'd say five was probably like 90% useful. It was just like, uh, nobody ever taught group work to me like, like Craig did. So, yeah. and then five B was like, I, it's a mixed bag for me. It was like, I enjoy creating a form. Um, and, and, and Noah gave really good notes like that first, first week, mm-hmm. which was like all essentially notes. For oh yeah. You. There was a part of me that was really bored during that class, but really excited when yeah. we got to get our own notes. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know, like it's good to pay attention to other people's notes. Yeah. Cause, cause they're, they're, they're like yeah, fairly universal. So, yeah. uh, so that was like a, a mind blowing uh, session essentially, but and then creating our forms was good and talking about them. But I felt like there was not that much like overarching discussion about like philosophy of forms or something like that. Right? We just found a form and we did it. And like there nobody, they, nobody ever said why the levels about making forms in the first place. And also half the forms were just um, heralds, but with like. Twist on the slots. Yeah, it, the it was slots. just. It was just. We have something for the game slot that we've created, but it's still a herald. It's still a herald. Yeah. <laughs> um, I. I. I mean, I loved it all. I mean, yeah. Uh, but yeah. In, in that I way, it, I thought it was really funny that they were yeah, just all heralds. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in that way, like the form we created at Second City was actually more unique. It was actually something about, like, it, it probably has a limited run because the theme is uh, the theme is basically time only moves forward. It, historically in our true. in the in in our form so it would always start with like something prehistory and it could be something relatively recent like 1800 something like that but it always advanced and sometimes it go to the future but it was all it always had that historical like element to it yeah so it that was definitely far more different in terms of like structure to the herald it's kind of cool yeah no flashbacks allowed no flashbacks allowed oh man uh so yeah that was um but yeah, it was yeah, a lot of the forms are very, very much Herald inspired, which I was like, ha. Huh. And you were like, ha. Huh. And we were both like, 
Ha! Oh, I was expecting you to do ha at the same time uh, as me, and it was, oh, uh, it's gonna be a whole thing, dude. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. And then, so now, I'm, so now it comes to where we are now, which is, I've started Annoyance, you've taken some Annoyance, and you've also started CIC now, right? Yeah, I just started it. Oh, well, I had my third class. But the cool thing about CIC is they, um, chemically imbalanced leader, or at least comedy. Chemically imbalanced comedy. Oh, I didn't know um, that's what it stood for, but cool. Yeah. It might be an I.O. situation where it doesn't technically stand for that anymore. Uh, I forget. Um, but uh, the cool thing is they have shows that you can do as a student. Uh, and the idea is that you just get to know the people more and you get reps, which is um, great. So we just had the first one of those last night. Cool. Um, and that was fun. Is that is that the lottery? Or is no, the lottery is a different thing. Uh-huh. But that's another point is like CSC is just in general very much interested in getting the people involved. Yeah. Because they want people who are interested in, who are already interested in improv. I feel like IO, at least level one, is very much like Second City, where it's kind of... broad. Yeah. General general interests. Yeah. You you can be somebody who's, like, never heard of improv. Whereas CIC, specifically, uh, in the registration process, uh, wants people who have taken classes before. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And, I don't know, so far... I'm just in level one, but Farrell has been teaching us, and he's been doing. He's been very interested in just like the emotional character. Uh-huh. So that's been really cool. Like the just cre- creating, you know, a character who's real and uh, I don't know. I feel like I've been getting very good notes in this class in a way that like other teachers have given also given me very good notes, but this has somehow been slightly more helpful. It reminds me a lot of when I took level three with Joran, actually. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah uh, which yeah. makes sense, because yeah. he loves CSE. Um, and level three is also very much in that vein of, like, giving yeah. personal notes and, like, what to work on for yourself. Um, for me, like, starting Annoyance, and we'll touch on what you, your experience there, too. Like, in the first class, like... Uh, my teacher's Megan Johns, and this is level two that I'm talking about. Um, she just like laid out what the philosophy of the theater was and like how it differs from, especially IO, mm-hmm. which is that, you know, it's about giving you the tools, giving you the perform of the tools, giving you the power, giving, you know, yeah, you know, that self, that like helpfully selfish. I feel like annoyance more than any other theater loves to do that because I got the same yeah. experience where it was just the first class for each level, they would just. Um, go on about how yeah. this is how we're the annoyance. And I feel like yeah. IO was never, oh, and this is why we're IO. And CIC hasn't yeah. even done that. But annoyance is very much like, this is what makes us us. And I kind of like that they yeah, do that. I like to, that. Yes. Yeah. Because it's like, a, a, so even like, so I'll finish this and then I'll come back to my thought here. So, um, and it's also, so this level is all about initiations and also um, they're always also like CIC, they're pushing their performance opportunities like the jams and, and so on. And like chuckle fuckers is an example of something you just like apply for and you just get a two week oh. slot and just do anything. doesn't have to be that. improv. Yeah. That's cool. doesn't like you get a like five, 10 minute slot, do improv, do music, do stand up, do whatever the fuck. You probably just do something weird uh, as long as it's probably not inappropriate, I guess. Um, but yeah, so they, they just they're advertising their performance opportunities for the students already so it's like in that vein too and the other thing I like I, I want to say like to me like um, the word I would use for part of the philosophy of annoyance is like is data driven 
But it's like it's it, I have to explain that, which I mean is like it's about the performers getting reps. Yeah. Getting reps at doing the specific thing and like ignoring everything else. Like so yeah. level two is about initiations, right? Yeah. So like the first class, one of the exercises is like you just do a five second scene. And like it's over and done. You know yeah. it's only five seconds. Then ten seconds and twenty seconds, but like it's like if you know the scene's only gonna be five seconds, you take more risks. Mm-hmm. But also, you just get so many more scenes, yeah, so many more initiations, and I just and I was like, yeah, this that the word to me then I was like, this is data driven, or at least for the performer, it's like you see a lot of things, and you see what works, you see what doesn't for you, for everybody else, and then you kind of develop like your own mental model for that. Yeah, I mean, getting reps in general is important. <laughs> yeah, have you guys done the thing? I remember I did this in level two, and because I didn't take any classes for like six months afterwards. Yeah. It kind of broke me for improv for a little bit, but it was like a good lesson. I just, uh, I never built upon it. Um, it was, we did this, we did scenes, um, where, uh, you kind of go and do your own thing and you'd ignore your scene partner for, for a little bit. And then eventually you, the two of you would come together. But the idea was that you're just concentrating on your own shit and like they're concentrating on their own shit and it can seem like completely separate scenes and then eventually you come together i don't think i've done that at, i i mean i've only had two yeah. sessions at at, at um annoyance so far but or two classes i may have spoiled class number three <laughs> i feel like i've done this somewhere else either yeah. at second city through one of the many classes or at io actually maybe i think maybe three in fact um, I feel like I've done that exercise yeah. somehow. Uh, it, it just it felt like that was my experience of level two at annoyance in general. Was it was a lot of um, you know just uh, kind of. I remember my teacher talking a lot about how oh this seems antithetical to what you learned at IO, but you're gonna ignore your scene partner and <laughs> uh, because you need to concentrate on yourself. Um, and then eventually we'll bring you back together in like level three. Um, I never, I never worked level three. <laughs> never um, level three. I, I loved the noise. I, yeah. I was in a weird place uh, at that point in fair my life. Um, yeah, I'm always in a weird place at every point in my life. I think we're, yeah, I think that's the general. That's adulting, man. <laughs> like being in weird place in your life, oh, always, God. always. I fucking hate that word. The, adulting? the adulting thing. <laughs> yeah. Whenever anyone's like, "Oh man, I adulted so well today," or because I I paid a bill. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's classic adulting. Oh, classic adulting. Classic. Paid my taxes. Yeah. Uh, did my laundry. Classic teenaging? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My mom did my laundry probably too long. <laughs> I uh, I went to a math and science high school that was like at a university, essentially. At University of North oh, Texas. Dang. So, like, I had to do... All, well, actually, did, did my parents do my laundry at that point? I know a lot of the other kids, like... It would, it would depend on, like, so University of North Texas is in the, essentially the DFW Metroplex. Yeah. It was like an hour away from my parents. But, like, kids come from all over Texas. So, depending on whether you lived in DFW already, you would possibly get the luxury of going back home a lot or not. So, you basically went to a boarding school. Kind of, yeah. Did you board at all? Yeah, we boarded, yeah. You yeah, boarded, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's not like, pri- you know, it's not like uh, like $30,000 a year private yeah. school. It's like it's it's a state program basically, and the idea for a lot of people is actually 
uh, do it now, and then you'll get two years off of college for if you go in state. So you can, oh. can finish it too, like, finish really early. That's fine. Now, of course, I went to Caltech, which is like, nah, fuck those credits, bro. <laughs> You're going to do all four years. That sounds real intense in general, though. Yeah. For high school. We had uh, science and technology high school yeah. near me, um, and it just got all the science and technology kids who applied and made it in throughout the county or so. Yeah. And it was definitely like far for them, but no one boarded there. Oh yeah. Um, but it was very much a thing where, I mean, I went to a state public school, um, and it felt like half my freshman class went to that high school. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> cause it was all, cause like that school was, I don't know. It was the, the good, smart public school, I guess. And they're probably like loaded with AB classes. So they took a lot of exams and oh, skipped yeah. a lot or yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah, that was kind of my high school experience too. Like, uh, but yeah, it was a it was a boarding school. That's uh, crazy. Yeah. Did you get Did you stay there on weekends or did you go home? Uh, it that depended. There were specific weekends where you had to go home. Okay. And so, like, it was always a bit of drama for the people that were like far away. Mm-hmm. So, like, people living who were from like Corpus Christi or like El Paso would always have to like take these long ass buses. Okay. Um, I don't know Texas geography at all, but I'm pretty huge, man. <laughs> like, I know it's huge. I knew that part. I just don't know where Corpus Christi is. Oh, that's the, that's the southern tip. That's like at the very bottom. Oh. Yeah. Okay. El so, Paso's kind of down there? El Paso's the, is the uh, western tip. Okay. Yeah. Like, and Dallas is kind of like northeast. And Houston's coastal? Yeah, it's like... It's. I would say it's like kind of midway between Dallas and Corpus Christi in a way. Oh. Yeah, and it takes like three or four hours to drive to uh, Houston from Dallas, and it probably takes like four more hours to get to Corpus Christi. Yeah, and that's like driving, driving. Big, yeah, big. yeah, and then to get across is also like six, seven, eight hours. I grew up in Virginia, and you know we could yeah. just cross the whole. We could cross the state through like. The longest part, and it would probably take, I don't know. It actually would probably take a while, but not as long as it would in Texas. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was thinking north to south, but actually east to west if you go down. It's probably, just a, probably a diagonal line. Yeah, there's so. probably a weird hypotenuse that would actually yeah. take a long time to drive. But it would be like 10 hours long. Yeah. No, less no. than that. Less than that. Less than that, yeah. No. I want to say, like, just by thinking about the sizes, probably like five. Yeah. 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 Texas is a huge state, though. Yeah. <laughs> As we've already <laughs> gone over. Already gone over. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. That was a... Uh, I, I typically... So I actually went home fairly often because we were close. Yeah. Um, I don't remember... Uh, there are... They, we did have curfew rules, so I forget, like... I think when I went home, it would typically be just for the day. Oh, okay. And just, like, visit... I go home in the morning and then come back before curfew. Essentially, wait, even on those weekends? Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Like, dude, like this is essentially this is teenagers being given freedom early. Yeah. So, like, I heard like the first class they ever had, which is like in the early nineties, like half the class got pregnant or something like that, <laughs> or half the girls got pregnant. So, like, they they've had to like impose a lot of rules yeah. around that uh, to to prevent like you know like outrageous basically sex and drugs hence probably the curfews did they have like people adult people who lived with you guys yeah we had like RAs from from university okay they were actually university students so they were adults um and also 
Uh, like we had we had visitation rules because like the the guys and the girls lived on different floors. Mm-hmm. That was part of it too. So like you, if you if you were on the wrong floor, it was really obvious. Yeah. Um, so there were and like also yeah to be in the like they had these rules or to be in the room. I think like your legs had to be showing and your feet had to be on the floor or something like that. Even if you were in your own room. Yeah. No. I mean, no. No. If you had a visitor of the other sex. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Texas. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that makes sense. I, it is. I, it I, is high. Yeah. Yeah. I did a. a college summer program, like a college prep summer program yeah. at the University of Vermont. Yeah. It was really weird and random, but we, like, lived... It was it was a very similar situation. Yeah. Boys and girls lived on separate floors. Yeah. We had curfews. Uh, we weren't allowed to be on the other floors. There was no visitation at yeah. all. Um, which got contentious at some points. Uh, and, yeah. And they were, but, you know, there was no leg rule because there was no there visitation. There was no visitation, yeah. <laughs> um... I don't know, but that that was different because that was like a summer program and that wasn't actual school, so yeah, you know, we were going crazy a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, and it's summer too, so you're like, <gasps> summer. Oh, damn straight, Summertime. dude. My first week there, it was Vermont, and it was 90 degrees out. Oh, and I was like, this is Vermont. I came all the way from Virginia. Why is it hotter here? What the hell? What the hell? Yeah. Oh, I had this. This is so random, but like randomly, um. I had this dream about, I think, flying from Canada, like myself, uh-huh. and I don't, I don't have a pilot's license or anything. I've never like flown an airplane, but like, oh, that's what you mean by flying by yourself. Yeah, okay. flying. Yeah, I was like, or maybe my family. It was like flying from like that area, of, like the northeast, like of Canada, essentially, uh-huh. down through the U.S. and like seeing a city in Vermont or in that area. I forget which exact state, mm. but it was like a great city. And I, and that is like great skyscrapers and like great weather, and I, and I landed. Mm. And I was like, checked everything. Out. I was like, man, I should live here. Then I googled for like what the cities look like. In that None area. of them in that area are have skyscrapers. Yeah, and I was <laughs> like, where did this dream come from, man? Where I was at was Burlington, Vermont, the largest city in Vermont. Yeah. Um, but also Vermont's the second smallest state in the union by population. Yeah. Uh, Wyoming beats it, uh, <laughs> which is a much bigger state. It's like a lot sparser. Yeah. So yeah, but uh, Burlington is like a small town. Yeah, it's it's the biggest city, and it's there are no skyscrapers. It's it's a cool city. I like it. Yeah, but there's like nothing there. Uh, it, it, it doesn't really have a skyline to speak. Of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's like I don't remember the exact city, but there is a um, there is an improv residency out somewhere in the northeast. In isn't the that northeast. the one like TJ does? I Dave? don't know. I just one of my teachers had it. I think I think Sam went out there before I saw it. I just posted. remember when TJ and Dave had like their last show, uh, the last time they had their last show, which uh, people were telling me it was the last last show because. Uh, I guess TJ was going out to run. Uh, this is what it is. Improv Arcadia. Oh. Uh, it's in Maine. Bar Harbor. Bar Harbor. Yeah. Oh, that's a... Okay, cool. I just remembered. I was like, yeah, like, where else can you go? <laughs> <laughs> There's Apparently. nothing else in Bar Harbor. Oh, no. We're going to lose Bar Harbor. Uh, listeners, this... <laughs> more people. More people. <laughs> alienate, alienate the Northeast. Oh, yeah. There's nothing there. 
<laughs> I mean, there's plenty of shit in the Northeast, but you know. I mean, the far, far north, the far Northeast. Oh yeah, yeah. Does, uh, I mean, there's obviously Boston's. Yeah, but then like that's as far north as I like my mind goes. That, there's something kind of cool and romantic about uh, uh, the Northeast, like New England, north of Boston. Yeah, where it's its own kind of. Uh, I was about to say wasteland. That's not the word I'm going <laughs> I, I meant that in like a positive way. I meant like uh I like a small town vibe, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Uh yeah, and it's got its own uh you know, quirks. Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know. Uh, New England seems yeah. cool. Like it seems like it's got its own we- weirdness. Uh, it's got its own bad things too. I don't I mean, know. It's New, New Hampshire white. I mean, New Hampshire's <laughs> motto. You remember? You know what that is? No. What's New Hampshire's oh, motto? You see, you see oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's Patrick Henry. Yeah. I don't think of that as New Hampshire's motto. I think of that as Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Henry's. Henry's thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that because it's on the. I mean, it's all the. Yeah, the, it's the motto. It's all over their fucking license place. Yeah, yeah. If you Breaking Bad, obviously. Oh, I mean, I've seen Breaking Bad, but I've also seen license plates from New Hampshire in real life. Oh, yeah. That also have that in them. I don't think I've seen license plates, license plates from New Hampshire in real life. Maybe yeah. it's because uh, on the East Coast, just it's just yeah. all license plates from different states because all the states are small. Yeah. And everyone's traveling around, I guess. Everybody, yeah, crosses state lines a lot, yeah. Uh, fun fact, Virginia has the highest percentage of vanity plates. Oh, yeah? So, like, plates that have, uh, license plates that have just... Custom stuff. Custom stuff on them. There you go. I can't think of words today. Um, I said Wasteland about New England earlier. (laughs) Um, but, uh, um, so I always kept my eye on license plates because of that. Because uh, I was always looking for somebody to say something interesting. I remember there was one specifically where I guess they couldn't write Jesus on it. So they wrote something as close to Jesus as they could while still fitting yeah. within the rules. Was it like J3 sus? Probably. Yeah. It was probably yeah. J3 sus. Yeah. Yeah. Praise J3 sus. J3 sus. That sounds like, like the next Kanye album. <laughs> Or no, no, that, that would probably be that'd probably be the next Jay Z album. I don't know. That's their next comp. That's their next Walk the Throne. Is Jay Threesus? No, that's their third Walk the Throne. I'm sorry. That's a man dropping names. Yo, that's a great. That is a great name, though. I don't yeah. Think about it for that, especially for that meeting. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I would love another Jay Z Kanye joint album. Have you um personally? Have you seen, like, the latest Jesus Christ Superstar, or have you ever, like... Oh, the music? big thing that was on TV? NBC, yeah. No. I saw it live once in D.C. Yeah. How do you... Actually, before... Yeah, like, before you get into that, like, how do you feel about that as a, a member of faith? As a Jewish person? As a Jewish person, yeah. I mean... Uh, yeah. Since I, I, like, I, I, I didn't even realize it would, like, yeah, I didn't even realize that the thread of anti-Semitism kind of comes from, like... Not that not that play specifically. No, I don't like, think that play like, is anti-Semitic at all. But like, but what it's based off of, like that that part of the New Testament. I like, yeah. I, I don't have that much of a religious background, so I don't, I didn't realize like it was set up in such a way, you know. I mean, I don't remember much about it. I don't really. I I enjoyed it when I saw it. Yeah. I remember Pontius Pilate, yeah. whatever his name is, 
Singing really low. Oh, that's Kaifas. Like, different character. Oh, Kaifas? I don't yeah. know. Dude, I don't know the yeah. people... I don't know these people from the Christian mythology. Oh, no, it's from the uh, cast. It's from the, it's from the cast. The I saw Jesus Christ yeah. Superstar once. Yeah. I was in... I was, like, 16. Yeah. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Uh, I, I like that song where they're like, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, man. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt your singing. Who have you sacrificed? Uh, that was terrible. I'll probably delete that. <laughs> don't. No. Nah. Uh, I bet it was written by a Jewish guy. Uh, as far as that, as far as my feelings as a Jew watching that. But have you ever, do you know the sketch show Mr. Show with Bob and David? No. Featuring Bob Odenkirk and David Cross? Never seen Mr. Oh, no. I know who Bob Odenkirk is. This is like where they got big. Oh, you don't know who David Cross is? I don't think so. No. Uh, He was in Arrested Development. Uh, I blew myself. Dr. Tobias Funke. You don't know who David Cross is. He's looking at a picture of David Cross. He doesn't know. Okay. Uh, (laughs) What you didn't know is I was typing because we had a new rule about how to type. (laughs) So you can't hear it anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Last episode, you probably heard uh, a lot of the typing. keyboard typing. A lot of typing, yeah. <laughs> um, which we're trying to fix. Um, I think I think this works. Yeah. Mr. Show is it's probably my favorite sketch show yeah. of all time. Uh, but it was this sketch show in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it it's just the weirdest sketch show. And it, it was on HBO. And they just did all this weird shit. And then there was one episode... Uh, I think they called it like Jeepers Creepers or something. Uh-huh. Uh, I forget. Uh, but they had a very long form sketch that was just mapping off of Jesus Christ Superstar. Uh-huh. But it was Jack Black as the Jesus character. And it was like, uh, uh, um, he was just like a slacker. Uh, <laughs> and the whole premise of the episode was slackers uh, taking it back. Uh, yeah. Because their parents didn't like them or whatever. And he was their Jesus Christ. and he, Except he was like Jeepers Creepers or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good show. I I just said it's my favorite sketch show, and it's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah. But it's really good. It's strongly. It last I checked, it was all on YouTube, but it's also now on HBO. If you Jeepers want to watch Creepers. it, cool. but I definitely. It was probably something else because Jeepers Creepers is a movie franchise. Oh, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> but okay. I remember the word. Just look up Mister Show on top of that, and then it'll probably say. Yeah, it's Jeepers Creepers. Oh, that's okay, that's the yeah. exact sketch. That's Jack Black right there. Oh, yeah. Is it, is it only seven minutes? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think so. Uh, well, the thing about Mr. Show is it's kind of, even though it's all individual sketches, a lot of them, I mean, all sketches generally have sketches in an episode that build mm-hmm. to a theme. But I feel like, especially with Mr. Show, they really had this thing where each sketch slid into another sketch. Ah. So, uh that episode, I, I at least feel like you should watch the whole episode. Mm. Uh, also, it's a good episode. Jeepers Creepers Semi-Star. That's what it was. Uh, <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they all look super 90s, and it's it's great. There's a lot of people who like showed up on that show who are now bigger in comedy. Oh, yeah. Like Sarah Silverman was oh, in wow. it. Oh, yeah. Um, Marilyn Reichskob? I can't pronounce her last name. I think she showed up a bunch. Scott Ackerman from Comedy Bang Bang got a start on Mr. Show. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's better known for podcasts and being behind the scenes of stuff. Yeah. He was like a writer on that. Do you know Paul F. Tompkins? Oh, oh dude. you don't know Paul F. Tompkins. You're even spelling his name wrong. Uh, 
that he's the guy on the left. But he got a start on that show, or I think he got a start on that show, but he was on that show. Uh, Brian Posehn was on that show. Um, Tom Kenny was on that show, the voice of SpongeBob. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's like That's a lot so of ridiculous. a lot of like smaller people, but they all kind of have done uh, I don't know bigish things. Paul F. Tompkins is hilarious, and especially since we're doing a podcast, I mean, he guests on like every podcast. Yeah. So our goal should be to get Paul F. Tompkins. All as right, a guest. We'll, we'll take that as a note. Yeah, um, <laughs> if he's ever in Chicago, I can I can host. Him, <laughs> I guess. Um, Yo, he, Paul, if you ever come to Chicago, I got you, bro. This is a, an open invite to PFT to come on this podcast. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, and then they did like a Netflix revival of the show. Uh, oh. But since HBO owned the rights, they just called it With Bob and David. Oh, okay. Um, Fair enough. And it was also good, but it was only three or so episodes. Um, but that's all on Netflix, and it's good. Oh, dude, speaking of Netflix shows, I've been binge-watching The Crown. I love the crown. the crown. Oh my god! Oh, the crown's so good. It's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, I never like. I looked at. It, I was like, okay, that's a cool idea. Yeah, and, yeah. That's how you go going into it. Is, yeah, is, is, and, and then you're like, like yes, and then you're like, oh my god, what? right? Oh my god, I never cared about the royal. Family. I know, I never did either. And now, now I'm, like, I'm, I'm just all Googling. about it. I'm just like Googling. The sh- I'm like, what? The only reason I cared about this like Meghan Markle wedding is because I had watched the crown. Oh, because you watched it? And, oh. and also, I, I'm just thinking about how how uh, the Queen Mother would have been so angry about oh, this yeah, wedding. Because, yeah, she's a divorcee. <laughs> she's a divorcee. I was like, I didn't even realize that was a thing. And then, like, yeah. It's such a big it's such plot a, point. It's such a big thing in, in, in the show. And then I googled it, and I'm like, because uh, I, you know, I from my personal impressions, I was like, this is probably like not been the case recently, right? Yeah. And I was like, how recently has the Church of England allowed remarriage? And I'm like, what the fuck? It's like early 2000s when they yeah. fucking allowed it. I'm like, what? There was a whole thing with um, what's his face? Who's Who's next in line for the throne? Right? Well, I think uh, Charles. I think you're talking about Charles. Yeah, he had a whole thing Dead where Diana. And yeah, stuff like that too. but he like the person he was really in love with was a divorcee, so he married De- Diana. Diana, uh, and they just had affairs, right? Yeah, and yeah. they just had affairs, and now he and Camilla are married. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think that's how it works. I don't wholly know everything. I watched The Crown months ago, and. It's a show where you want to Google everything. Yeah. But also, you don't want you don't to get want spoiled. To, you don't want to get this... Yeah. yeah but I, also, you're going to forget the thing you want to Google by the time you are caught up. I don't know. Yeah. But it's... Oh, it's so I, I don't... I've only... Uh, on the beginning of season two. This is the beginning of season two? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm excited for you, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I honestly didn't think I would like it because I'm like... Like, what 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 have they actually done? Right? Dude. Like Like, the royal family. I'm like... And then it's like I guess it's, then I realized like it's not about what they've done, but what like they have to do yeah. to be royal. I I just love how they make the smallest thing in real life in that show. Yeah, just so epic. Yeah, like oh, he didn't show up for dinner. Yeah, and then it's like the red wedding level crazy. Yeah, <laughs> um, I I definitely went in the show with the same attitude. Where I just saw that, I guess season two had come out like okay. weeks earlier, and I, I was just, I didn't care. And I watched it, and I was riveted. And it was, it might be, it's one of my favorite shows. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see the King's Speech? 
Oh no, I need to now that yeah, I got yeah. Me interested in that because I was like, yeah. Uh, hot take. That. I think the king. I think the king's speech deserved the best picture when it won it. Yeah. Uh, I I was listening to a podcast literally on my way here where somebody was talking about how the social network should have beaten it, which seems uh, to okay. be the general opinion is that the social network or Black Swan. I don't know. I loved the king's speech and I've seen it plenty of times. Yeah. And it as soon as I started watching The Crown, it became my favorite. As soon as I realized as as it's you, yeah. kind of just a sequel to the king's speech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, actually, have you, uh, have you watched Succession at all? No, that's that Adam McKay show on HBO, right? Is it Adam McKay? I don't know the name. Yeah. Well, Adam McKay, speaking of Second City, he, he's a Second City guy, but he directed the big short. Oh. Um, um, and Anchorman. I guess, let me see, is he involved? And oh, then, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's involved, yeah. What's his face? Uh, Brian, well, whatever that actor is, that old guy. He was a bad guy in X-Men 2. Brian Cox. Is it, I thought it was Brian Cox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. his name. Um, yeah, I, I started. So I, I, I saw the ads in front of Westworld for it. Yeah, and I was like, okay, it sounds interesting. And then one day I was like, I have some time. Fuck, I'll just watch it. Is it good? It's good, man. Yeah. It's good. It's, there's only two episodes out so far, oh, but easy it's, to catch up on. It's uh, it's it's like the first two episodes has been good. Um, it's it's a it's like. I'd say it's like dark humor. It's very, it's, um, well, that, I mean, it's Adam a drama. McKay comes from a yeah. comedy background. Yeah. It's like yeah. a drama with dark humor. Okay. It's a lot of really interesting, like, uh, character points there. Um, and I, you know, to me, and it didn't turn out to be as much this way when I actually watched it, but when I watched the trailer, I was mm-hmm. like, this is a lot, this reminds me a lot of King Lear. Ooh. I, yeah, I yeah. see that in the trailer. Yeah. For sure. Of what I know of the trailer. Yeah. Because it's, except instead he's just like, no, nah, I'm just going to do this for me. I forget how King Lear goes. No, That's uh, kind of how it went in King Lear, wasn't it? No, he was, was like, none of my children are. No, he was like, um, well, he did, well, he did like make a snap decision, mm-hmm. but it wasn't exactly that. He was like, I want to split up my kingdom between my three daughters. Yeah. And then, uh, then it's like two, two of them flattered him and one didn't. And it was the one who deserved it, who he was like, you didn't flatter me. So and you, you get nothing. Yeah. Yeah. We read it in high school. Yeah. I just, I have a shitty memory. I, well, I remember it better because I seen like, um, a movie or like stage version. It's, it helps a lot, dude. The only reason I remember it recently is because there was a episode of the Comedy Bang Bang TV show yeah. where they just did King Lear. Kind oh. Of. Uh, um, Lear is kind of ridiculous. It's like, it's like so brutal. You're just yeah. like, oh my God. Like, what more suffering can you put people through? It's just like, oh my god. I mean, that's Shakespeare for you. Yeah. He loves a good suffer. He loves a good suffer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that... Um, dude, yeah, Shakespeare's a lot better if you watch it than if you... Oh, yeah. Uh, it's not meant to be read. It's never, it was be, never meant to be read. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, that's like... <laughs> that's like the uh, pretentious theater person just going, it was never meant to be read. I don't know. Yeah. You're very Scottish. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, Succession, man. It's like it's got some of that dynamic. It's not exactly the same because it's not about necessarily carving up the empire, and it's about him surviving and stuff like that, mm. and deciding to take it back for himself. But it's got that element of like the family feud. Yeah, and they're just like there's so many. They they play with status a lot because it is about super rich people. Right? Yeah, and so and being in a super rich family, there's obviously going to be like hierarchy of status. And the people I that love are that them. shit. I Dude. eat it up. I mean, that's like that's why we love Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know, people say it's because of all the fucking 
you know, oh, all the violence fucking. and fucking yeah. and all the fucking and dragons. But I mean, honestly, the best part of Game of Thrones is just you know, just the, war. the Lannisters being like, "Oh, I'm a better child than you are," <laughs> <laughs> and then just all like the mechanisms behind the throne. Yeah, and that's what looks cool about that show. Yeah, yeah that, that is. That, is that what it is? That's kind of what it is. Okay, yeah, cool. It's uh, it's easy. Again, it's moderns. But yeah. yeah, it's they play with that so much, right? Um, there's a, I'll tell you, there's a, there's a character, uh, I won't give it all away, but he's uh. like, at first glance, he's like pretty weak. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's like very, uh, supplicating to Brian Cox's character. Is this the one played by Macaulay Culkin's brother? Cause I think he's no, in the show. No, no, okay. He's in the show, but he's, he's not the weak character. He's not right. the, but there is a character that's weak. And then like, then you turn, then you put him in another situation. He just seems like an evil bastard that just enjoys his power so much. Yeah. He just gets put in a situation where he, where he actually does have the power, and you're just like, wow, like wow, dude, just like that little shift. You turn from like like Jekyll to Hyde, essentially. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, and there's just so many of those cool moments like that, dude. Oh, I'm gonna watch this show. Yeah, you, yeah. I'm yeah. gonna love the shit out of this. It yeah. sounds like from what you're telling. Bam! Yeah, I think yeah. you will. Man, I wasn't blown away by the Big Short. Uh, maybe I never saw I saw that actually. With, oh, yeah. yeah. I love Margin Call though. Did you see a Margin Call? Is that similar? It's similar. It's about the crisis. Yeah. I think that's where it lost me. Is I just don't care about the crisis. Oh, okay. Well, no, I care about the crisis. It's just you don't it's care about so the over my head. Yeah. And you know, no, yeah, no, I, you'll like. I think you'll like Margin Call because it's it's like it's a short it's a it's a short period of like physical time in terms of like what it covers. Mm-hmm. It's literally like twenty four hours, maybe maybe twenty four hours, if that, of like physical time. And everybody and the people, most of the people that are are represented are like executives or like higher level people who don't actually understand the math either. So yeah. they're like. So the so the the the, the um, smart people. I think it was played by um, Zach Quinto. Oh, I so like that's cool. One of the two smart people in the room, like goes to the computer screen, points at it a little bit, and then the boss is me, like, dude, like explain to me in English, like. <laughs> I love when they do that in movies. Yeah, yeah. So in like, English, please. In English. So they do that a lot, and uh, so it makes it understandable, but it, it condenses the drama, and it's like that really tight time period. Yeah. And, like at the very beginning, it's not about the whole thing, not about the mechanics. It's about like what people were thinking when they discovered a problem and what they had to do uh, in order to do that and like what uh, conflicts they felt about okay. it. Yeah. That sounds cool. I'm probably going to watch Succession before I watch that. For sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But that also, by the way, that, that has some great actors. It's a Jeremy Irons is in there. I love Jeremy Irons. Wait, I'm back in. Uh, Zach Quinto. Yeah. We, like we, we said, discussed. like I said. And obviously, and uh, then there's, let me let me just look up the list. You'll just be like, like who? Ooh, I love a good cast. There's the, the, there's the guy from The Mentalist. The uh, guy from The Mentalist? I forget. Oh, I don't know his name, but I know who he so, is. Kevin Spacey. Kevin actually, Spacey is more. the first listed one which of course he's problematic but yeah and, and like i'm never going to be enthusiastic about demi Moore, but also kevin yeah. spacey does give good performances yeah. it's conflicted as i it's have to say that but yeah. more importantly jeremy irons jeremy irons paul bettany paul bettany is cool stanley the tooch the tooch stanley tooch yeah yeah there's there's some people it's pretty good there. cast yeah sure. seems like uh mostly dude cast I which mean, Demi Moore, which which uh, does reflect you know Wall Street. You know? That is true. Uh, yeah, 
especially so especially in culture. Yeah. For a second there, I thought Ashley Williams was Alice Williams, but it, she's not. Oh, there's a random part. There's a, I, I noticed this. Um, Victoria from How I Met Your Mother is is one. It has a really small part. She's Ashley Williams. Oh, that's Ashley Williams. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. See, this uh, is this is Victoria. Really, she's the the baker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a really small part, but yeah. she's in there, and I was like, ah. Huh. Uh, did you ever watch that show, Warehouse Thirteen? No. Oh, she shows up in it. It's like a sci-fi show, uh, mm-hmm. and it's it's very much a sci-fi show. It's like a weird. Uh, just a sh- the idea is that they're they're a government agents who have this huge warehouse called Warehouse Thirteen, uh-huh. where they collect all these uh, items of mythical uh, or I don't know magical or extra I don't know sci sci fi objects basically. Yeah, CCH Pounders C-C-H in it. Pounder. She plays like the big big boss who oh, doesn't. Talk to them all the time. And I was like, I, I know her from, as Claudette from The Shield. Okay, I still haven't seen The Shield. Yeah, it's good. It's not as yeah. good as The Wire, but it's good. Uh, Shield's know, probably better than Warehouse 13, but it's 13. fun. And then, of course, Renee Abergenois, Odo from DS9, oh. uh, Kate Mulgrew, who's Captain Jane yeah. from, from Voyager. But you know, it's a sci fi show, yeah. so they're collecting all these yes. people who are famous for being nerdy. Obviously, Brent Spiner. From, like, not being nerdy, from nerd shows. Yeah, yeah. Brent Spiner. Of Data's course. in it. Uh, I don't know if Kelly Who is in anything that I remember as far as like uh, sci-fi. Mm. Uh, I, I stopped watching at some point. It looks like she was in four and seasons four, four and five, five yeah. and I I think I stopped after season three. Gotcha. It's not a much watch. This this Mark is Shepard. this is like how I talked about sliders last week. Yeah. This is much more in the vein of sliders. Okay, yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's good. I'd recommend it uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Gotcha. But, you know, it's got I'll... it's got Sci-Fi Channel uh, production values okay uh <laughs> yeah yeah uh but it's interesting uh hg wells is a vi- villain for one season <laughs> but hg wells is actually hg wells wells's sister who was the actual smart one uh-huh. uh yeah i don't know uh just one quick aside and we should wrap this up oh yeah uh mark shepherd this name shepherd like reminds me of something from like a sci-fi game uh, you're thinking of, and I haven't played it, but you're thinking of Mass Effect. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was uh, like, what? It's Commander Shepard. Okay, yeah. okay. I just wanted to click, because it was bothering me, so thanks for... No, that's cool. All right. I've yeah. heard really good things about that game. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of games I need to play, or like that I've heard really good things about that I should play, but Dude, I probably never get to them. I think I'm going to get a Switch in like 10 years. <laughs> this isn't Mass Effect related. I just was yeah. thinking today about how much I want a Switch. And then I also thought about how much I can't afford a Switch. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I'm so behind on video games in general that yeah. it probably doesn't matter. Uh, uh, yeah. But eventually I'll play Breath of the Wild while everyone else is playing, uh, like, Elder Scrolls Ten. Ten, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we should wrap this up. Yeah, uh, let's do we, we've done 58 minutes, man. That's oh, pretty wow. crazy. If that flew by, we definitely have more to talk about for sure. Hell yeah. yeah. So, yeah, to wrap up, again, I'm Eko Lu. Uh, and you I'm have, Zach Goldberg. And we have been the XYZ Podcast. See you guys next time. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs>